Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcasting platform. What's going on? Hey, BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah! <laughs> Hello! Finale, the final of the division of series that we've started since July. Let's be real, sports and podcast. It's the perfect way to doing? end it today with the first game being tomorrow. See, that's that's why we got y'all. See, we looking out for y'all. See. Yep, yep, yep. Duke, I had to do, man. What's good, Ryan? What's good, what up, Ryan? You sipping on Trev? Uh, no, savage. Uh, one of these beatbox things is like two ninety nine at the liquor store. Eleven percent alcohol. I, I got the thing right here. So, <laughs> y'all want to holler to a sponsor? Holler, holler. You're dealing hey, with right. He should have been in there in the first place. Hey man, I, you know, yeah. he's throwing a lot of the job. So let I let, 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 I let the intro. I, you know, I face one of his only assists actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, bro, was acting a fool in the game against Luca. I'm sorry, anyway. I was like, bro, if you was hitting, I was like, bro, if you was hitting shots here in Memphis, bro, you would be the man right now. But alas, what happened, it happened, so it is what it is. Yeah, good riddance, man. Speaking of Dylan Brooks, we got a couple of Grizz Twitter coming on today to cover their teams in the NFL, AOC West. So we won't be talking grid, much Grizzly at least. We might it might sneak something in there, but NFL. Hey, it's been a good ride. Glad to get the uh, people we we've had on so far. I give like a huge shout out at the end. Uh, probably on Twitter. I don't, I don't have everybody names down right now, but I give everybody the shout out. Everybody's been on the show since late July up until now. So. Without uh before we get started, of course, always follow us on Twix. Shout out to C Hand for that Twix Twitter or X. <laughs> call it Twix over here. LPR underscore media. Also Instagram and TikTok LPR underscore media. Subscribe on the show on YouTube, Let's Be Real Media. Also subscribe on your uh podcast audio platform, Let's Be Real Sports, and support the other podcasts on network through the harder way too. Y'all had y'all top 10 small forwards uh well Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell, I'm telling y'all right now, if 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 they put Giannis over KD again, this may be the last episode of the season already. I'm telling y'all that right now. Oh, y'all got power for us coming up. We got right. power for us coming up. Oh, so this is gonna be the last, gonna be the last episode. episode. We ain't gonna get the centers. So oh, this is right. gonna be the last episode of the season. Then mm. try me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody tune in. <laughs> But you may have a point though, given given where because KD go did go a little bit further in the in the playoffs, even though it was just he ain't even about right. that, Trevor. Just tune in. He ain't even about that, Trevor. He ain't even I, about I, got you, I got you. You, you know I'm gonna tune in, so I got you. So in next three hard away. And also we have the James report on the network. Well, without further ado, let's uh hear a sponsor here our ad read from our sponsorship over at Bitstep. Sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity. And I want to connect you all with the opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com forward slash LBR, you'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with the review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sportsbooks have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. 
If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sportsbook at signupexpert.com forward slash LBR. All right, we back. Let's be real sports with our guests. First up, introducing ladies first, Candace Haggins, host of the Seahawks 360 podcast for Sports Ethos. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Good to be on the show. Okay. Glad, glad to have you. I think you're like the only Seahawks fan. I probably know. I, I know. I know a lot of us. <laughs> Look, at, at this point in time, <laughs> we've had somebody we've had somebody represent each team, and I'm just surprised at the people that actually came out. So you 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 just one of the few. It, it is what it is. I'm a small group, yeah. but we we're, we're special. It's cool. <laughs> Y'all consistently good too. So is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So I mean, it's. Nothing to complain about. And this guest, he's a returning guest. He's been it's been a while since he had him on here when he hit us with the per cow sequel trying to treat this <laughs> past cow siakum, but hey, 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 stop stop bringing up old stuff, please. Uh, <laughs> one of the first LBI guests, you're LBI original. Bro, my my literally my brother from another mother. <laughs> my main <laughs> what's up, y'all? It's uh Melvin. Uh on these guys, he's like my brothers right here. So, uh, <laughs> football, how you doing, Candace? I'm good, Melvin. Good, good to meet you. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, man, mm-hmm. I'm, good I'm just excited yeah. to talk football, so I'm down for whatever. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, we only got see, uh, Seahawks and Rams today. I four nights guy couldn't make it, and I, I represent Arizona. Hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll cover the Cardinals right here with two words. They tanking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I it's over. I tried it on purpose. It's over. There you go. There you go. Done for. We are going to be talking about Kendall Weaver. We are going to be going back to school, bro. <laughs> there you go. Here's that's, the thing, though, man. Drake was, right out, here. Drake was hey, out here yesterday. He talking hey, about hey, how he wants to go to Phoenix. I, I know he's not watching, but my, my cousin is a, a Cardinals fan, and I know he's going to have a question. Sorry. He, 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 he's my cousin, hella busy, bro. He, he's, uh, he's, he's coaching my old high school. He's coaching Mitchell High School football God, right now, yeah, running yeah. the softball team. So he, he's hella busy. I, yeah. I could have gotten him. He would probably be on here right now. But Mitchell High School is fine. Yeah, Mitchell High School probably better than the Cardinals right now. Let's <laughs> 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 see who came to the show. Boy, you a Tigers fan, man. Tigers fan with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he could have came on just for the hell of it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I guess so. I'm a Cardinals fan tired anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's go get this stuff started. Of course, main entree. Let's see, don't matter like this. Basically, come on, you let us know stuff we don't know about the team. Basically, what they've done this offseason, expectations for the team coming up. Just uh, give a real description that, you know, like we just said, ain't that many Seahawks fans. No. A lot of people don't know anything about the Seahawks, like what's going on, what they've done this offseason. Rams, same thing. Everybody's assuming they're going to be trash this year because they were trash last year. So <laughs> give us input about the team and <laughs> so we can get, like, some real true information. <laughs> but so, Candice, you up first, the Seahawks. All right. All right. So – um, Seahawks, I'm pretty excited about this year. Um, for us, you know, everybody know the story. I will say I'm one of the few people who actually thought Gino was gonna start and thought Gino would do pretty well. Not gonna lie, he did better than even what I thought he was gonna do. But you know, I give I'm to my own horn right there. But anyway, it's it's been a good offseason for us. The main thing for the Seahawks is rehauling the defensive line in particular. The defensive line was water it was absolute water <laughs> like it was anybody can run through it. it like we the run defense was absolutely awful and so they pretty much fired everybody on the defensive line uh they signed draymond jones from the broncos uh, they signed jan reed from the packers slash you know he's a kansas city at first they signed him back he used to be with the seahawks so he's coming back mario edwards if y'all remember him i think he was on the titans last year um yeah so yeah, signed him um so pretty much got a that, that right now they're gonna be our starting three, and they they, they drafted a couple rookies, um, Mike Morris and Cam Young. We'll see how they do for defensive line depth, but that's really the biggest question I feel like for the Seahawks. Like, because pass defense was good, you know, we had Tariq Woolen break out, he's a Pro Bowl corner as a rookie. Uh, he set the scene 
we did draft Devin Witherspoon with the number five pick. If y'all saw that, um, now I don't think he's actually going to play on the outside to start. I think he's going to play on the inside, and then they're probably like they're probably going to use him both inside and outside. So he'll be a slot corner, and he's going to be on the outside. But anyway, so we got that. So the pass defense is pretty, you know. Well, sorry that we get Jamal Adams back this offseason. I mean, he pretty much didn't play all the last year. He got hurt literally in week one. That sucks. Um, so anyway, he's supposed to be coming back. So he'll be a new addition. And that's really the focus for the team in terms of where can this team go? Like where can this team improve? It's gonna be on the defensive end because with all of the dead money that they took for paying Russell Wilson for being on the Broncos, they just didn't have the money to put into the defense like the way they needed to, especially on that defensive line. So they pretty much kept all of their dudes. From the problem with the with the issue last year was they kept a bunch of dudes from the four three defense and then they changed to three four and it was a disaster as you saw so they needed to find people that actually fit the scheme they had the money to pay them this offseason so that's what they did um, and then of course you know our offense led by Gino the question to everybody and I guess I like let y'all get y'all opinions on on Gino and on his thoughts a lot of people think he's gonna fall off um, watching him I don't. Um, Because pretty much what he did was take what the defense gave him. Like, he can throw the deep ball if it's there. He'll take, he'll check down Charlie if needed to. Like, he can throw pretty much at every level. Um, And then they got us JSN. Jackson Smith, the Jigba, was a great steal in the draft. And one of the biggest issues last year was third down conversions. Now, that's a third down dude. That dude is just going to move the chains. So, uh, I think he's going to be elite for the offense we got better running back depth um offense to me in the question uh, where we go is on defense that's gonna see where we take us and yeah okay i don't want to talk too much that's it <laughs> oh good man i um i lead off the question saying it was kind of alluding to geno smith so you know, basically kind of answered you said you think he's still gonna be good i guess thinking and organizational wise do you think they're I know they signed him to a three-year extension. Do you think they're mm-hmm. truly committed to him in the future, or do you think like he like after this year he has to have a similar year to last year in order for them to truly like be like, yeah, he's our guy for like the next five, six, seven years? I think they're gonna keep him because uh, honestly, Pete Carroll ain't trying to deal with no rookie. I'm just gonna be like, I really don't think he wants to deal with reap like dealing with a new quarterback. I think they want to keep Geno, but they built in kind of the contract to set up where they built in outs if basically basically if Geno sucks, so that they wouldn't be stuck with this terrible contract with a team that really can it's got a young it's got young talent otherwise. So I think if he did anything close to what he did last year, they'll roll with him and maybe they'll draft somebody in like the third round or the fourth, you know, just to ask like a backup to him. But that's probably all you're gonna see. You have to have a pretty bad year for them to walk away. Yeah, to go along with that, I was thinking like the Titans, for instance, we have two quarterbacks backing up Tannehill that might be better for starting spot next year. And like the Seahawks has always been the team down here. Trayvon Leak Willis there, so it might no. that might be so. <laughs> I never wanted Malik Willis. Nah, y'all got <laughs> I, I think G, I think Gino is I think Gino is their guy. I because I, I for one, he's buying into what Pete Carroll wants to do offensively. Exactly. Just unlike Ru- Russell Wilson. Um, so if he's buying into what P. Carroll wants to do and to what Candace said, if he can at least duplicate just even half of what he did last season, Seattle could be right there. They they, they could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do have a question. Um, so I know you talked about the defensive side, <laughs> the defensive side of uh, the defensive side of the ball. Um, how much of an impact do you think bringing back Bobby Wagner will have on this defense uh, going forward? That's huge. I'm glad you brought that up. I I overlooked that completely. But, yeah, no, that's huge, particularly because the linebackers stunk. I I mean, they just stunk. Like, Jordan Brooks was cool. Jordan Brooks was, like, good at keeping, you know, doing and getting tackles. But his tackles was, like, four or five yards down the field. What good is that? Um, I think he really needs Bobby – um, they need somebody who can play, who can who's got player recognition. It was a some discombobulation in terms of you know Bobby was always a dude to get the defensive calls in. They had Jordan Brooks doing that. It didn't go well. Um, they just need that stability. They need they need that rock. So Bobby coming back is big for the run defense. Yeah. 
And I saw a question in the chat. Somebody said, oh, is Pete gonna retire? Now he's not Pete's actually not retiring. Like I you hey, Pete going good. to the wheels fall off at this point. Yeah, they're gonna, they gonna have to fire Pete. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think Pete Yeah, I, I think that's the time. only way Pete Carroll's gonna be going is if they fire him at this yeah, point. Yeah, that makes sense. That made sense when you was talking about him not wanting Ricky quarterback like him nah. his age. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, they, like he he don't want to start. Up. I think he honestly, I think he want to win another Super Bowl. Like because of how you know, y'all mm -hmm. know how the last Super Bowl we were in yeah. went. I, I really think he's trying to like rebuild a team so he can do it again. Before then, I think he'd walk away. If we want a Super Bowl, he walk away. But until then, like he's just gonna be chewing gum on the sidelines for all eternity. I think. Hey, hey for an eighty year old, he can he can get around still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he can move. Richard Sherman actually asked, you know, Richard Sherman got his own podcast. He, he just interviewed Pete Carroll. They were talking about the Super Bowl and stuff. He actually asked him, is he going to retire? And he was like, no, nah, man, I'm having the time of my life. I don't even think about that right now. So there you go. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Joe Biden having the time of his life. He president and old as hell, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so I do have a couple questions for you. Uh, one, uh, bringing back Gino, you talk about a player or quarterback who before the Seahawks or before last season, he had 34 total turn, uh, uh, touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And he had 30 last season alone. Yeah. You were very, very confident from what you just said coming into that season. Can you tell us why? Because I think everybody on this podcast, for the most part, was like, Gino Smith, mm. he care old ass. Mm. <laughs> but you like you like you said, you were very confident. But I just want to know why for, for question number one. Yeah, no, great question. So pretty much going into season, it's, it's one, one thing I know about Pete Carroll is this. He doesn't like turnovers. And I watched Drew like play with the Broncos. So I Pete was never gonna trust Drew with the with with the team. In fact, they had already traded for Drew talking at the Russell Wilson press conference and he was talking about trying to re-sign Geno. So like one, I knew he had the back end of the coach, right? He really wanted Geno back on his team. Two, Geno played really well in the three games that we know Russ had a broken finger and then he rushed himself back probably too soon, probably missed up his career, to be honest. But anyway, Rustin Beck, he, he, and in the three games that Gino played, he played well. Now, I think he went one and two, so the record doesn't look good. But a couple things to keep in mind. One, uh, when Gino first came in the Rams game that Russell got hurt, he pretty much sparked, sparked plug the team. And they were losing. It was a bad loss. He sparked plug the team almost at a comeback, a comeback win. But I think Tyler Lockett ended up tripping on the ball thrown to him, and then, like, it was an interception. So, like, it was an interception, but it wasn't really on him. But anyway, if you just watch the film on the guy, his accuracy, um, his feel for the game, his pocket presence was still there. And Russ always struggled with throwing over the middle with the Seahawks. And that was something Geno could do to help ignite the offense a little bit better. So I thought it might work better for Pete. I figured another year – with Shane Waldron under the same offense, come back, running back, him having a chance to really start for real, I thought he'd do well. Now, I thought he'd get the Seahawks to about eight wins was my prediction last year. I was like seven, eight wins. Um, I didn't think they'd quite get to nine, but I kind of thought he'd hold that level of play. Uh, but he did do, do better than I, than I thought even. What is y'all's identity? Because when I look at y'all team, you got two catchers um, that, that were a 1,000 yarders. I think you got your running back for the future, but I'm not putting a lot of stock in a 5'9 running back. I'm damn near the height. But he had a 1,000 yards. I'm taller. Hey, so hey, for Memphis, he from Memphis, man. He is. I mean, it's cool, but, you know, 5'9, they, they trying to take the money. They trying to take the running back out of the game now, but it is what it is. But, uh, like I said, y'all went from the Legion of Dean Doom. Again, I'm a Panthers fan, so I know the wars that we've had against y'all. And I know yeah, how bad the Seahawks want to come back up yeah. and, and still continue to dominate the NFC. But, like, just still, in your opinion, what is y'all identity? Right now, it's you know in the offense. I can't say it's the defense. It got nothing to do with the defense. Um, the defense just needs to be good enough. Um, this The identity is through the raw receiver room, which is probably one of the strengths of the team. Going top to bottom, you got DK Metcalf. Oh, that's tough. That's top five. Yeah, really, he's underrated because he's not. Going top five. Yeah, it is like DK. You got Tyler Lockett, who's been a thousand yard receiver for forever, like literally every year. And then you throw in JSN to get those third down. We see, I'm saying, never had a third down running back, but right, sorry, right receiver for real. Like third, third down slot, right receiver. It's been a guy. 
Like it's <laughs> a guy who literally would probably be out of the league the next year. Like I'm not kidding. Like those dudes are are not actively in the league right now. Um, so that makes all the difference in terms of third down conversions, in terms of moving the chains, in terms of actually getting DK open more because everybody always runs two safety high coverage on him because uh, he's DK Metcalf. You can do that if you want, but then JSN just going to eat all day. So you really got to make a choice, and it makes the, the room more dynamic. And I don't know if y'all watched preseason and seen the Jake Bobo dude. Like, he been he kind of been like – he's from UCLA. He's an undrafted rookie, and dude is slow as all get out. But he get open. That's all I can say. Like, he is super slow. I didn't think he was going to make the team. But the guy – that's our fourth down guy. Like, I'm, I'm a four-string guy. I'm, I'm, I'm great with it. Rank your receiving core. Top three. Amongst the league. Because you're, you're, you're very high. Bengals, Dolphins. She's saying top three. I'm saying top five. Top three? I say top three. Let's I'm, 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 now, let, let, top let five. I'm, I'm serious. I say five. I'm serious. Okay, five. I say five. Okay. You got Chargers in there somewhere. You got the Bucks. You got the Bucks are in there somewhere. So you got Who's the, the you got the Bengals, the Dolphins, Vikings. Might, I mean, we, we said that going down last season. No, might be number three. The Vikings would have been if they still had Adam Thielen. Adam yeah. Thielen, yeah, yeah. But I, I think honestly, you got to put the Seahawks there. You got yeah. the Bengals, obviously. Right. Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins is Dolphins. up there with Tyree Hill, right. Jalen Waddle. I still, I still say the books. Yeah, I got us right still. there. I and, Mm. Honestly, the, the Bucks can still be there because yeah, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Who's yeah. at number three? Yeah. What do you uh? What do y'all have? Forty Niners. Not not higher than Seahawks. No. I like I you cool, but he ain't that, him and Debo. I have, yeah. If I had to rank them, they're they're on the cusp of the top five, but Bills. they just like right Mr. outside. Bills number two. I don't. Yeah. It's. You know, I, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I would be oh, the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles got to be up there. The, yeah, the, Eagles, the Eagles are up there, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the Eagles are up there. Because I, I, I said I had um, the 49ers at the top five, but I couldn't think who else was in there. Thank you, Savage, for just reminding me. National, national yeah. media acting like the Jags are already up there, but let me see, Uh, you know, Kevin. Nah, they, 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 they just got to yeah. That's what the national media is. National Oops. media acting like that. I, let me see it. Cause they they act like they act like Kevin Lee the best wide receiver in the field, but well, obviously. But my question, going back to the running backs, um, I saw. So I was hesitant to draft Kenny Walker this year because every time read up on it, y'all drafted a running back in the second round, Zach Zach Carbonate or Charbonnet. And every time it was like he might be splitting carries from him. So what what is your sense of the running back? Um, okay, Ken's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. But they needed somebody who can get three yards in a cloud of dust. And that's not Ken Walker. Like, that's not your dude. Like, the guy, when he when he's kind of boom or bust, to be honest. Like, um, now part of that, his fall off last year, the end of last year, had to do with the fact that you know, all our running backs got hurt, so he really had no depth. But also, like, he just don't know how to – Put, he's not a power dude. So they got Jack Sarbonnet because one, if you if you well, y'all don't follow the Seahawks. Seahawks had five running backs last year and they still ran out of still ran out of running backs. Like our running backs get injured, like it's it's the Marshawn Lynch curse. Like ever since Marshawn Lynch left, we cannot keep a healthy running back room. Period. Like we have Rashad Penny, y'all know how that went. Um not Carson, great. Chris Carson. Chris yeah. Carson, he yeah. retired yeah. early because of injury. Yeah. Like can't stay healthy. So they needed some healthy guys. They needed some good guys who could start in Ken Walker's place if he got hurt. But also, right now, Shaq Zach Charbonnet is not even a second-string running back, according to the depth chart. I can't believe that, but he is third-string right now, which is – I disagree with strongly. But anyway, so he's not going to be splitting too many carries. If DJ Dallas is his competition, he's still going to be the dude. But it could change, and I hope it changes and evolves over the season because that would upset me. To be okay. Anybody in our LPR fancy league got Kenny Walker? I'm being yeah. the uh, DM soon. Yeah, he's he's still gonna be straight. He's still gonna be a good yeah. good fancy choice. He, he won me some games last year, so yeah. You say you what? He won me some games last year. Game. Yeah, yeah. Off the waiver wire, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> game through clutch. Let me, let me add this though. I will say it's my only concern, really, with the offense is the ability to 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 make running lanes on the offensive line. Real concerned about that. So that if there's gonna be something to impact Ken Walker's fantasy status, it's that. 
Now it's an upgrade from last year because we had like the worst center in football, literally last year. Um, and so at the end of the year, it kind of got it got rough. Uh, Austin Blythe was who we had, and he was uh, you know, he used to play for the Chiefs, but then he took off a year, played for us, and then he retired. He should have retired. Like he should just he just should have stayed like gone because the year the year kept going. He started off okay, and it went like off a cliff. So anyway, um. That would be my only other concern. We got a new center from the Lions, um, and I think that will help. Um, but I'm the preseason look great. I say that I'm a little worried. They'll be able to pass protect, but can they like push at the line? Run of screen? block. Yeah, right. run block is. I don't know. I feel like it's that's been a broken record with you guys. Is the offensive line? So I'm really yeah. hoping that there's some <laughs> there's some kind yeah. of change. Uh, going forward with the Seahawks, it seems like every year, I, I guess because management does not invest in the offensive line, but no. just hearing what, you, just hearing what you're talking clear. about. Let me clear that just, just for y'all sake, because like, you, you guys definitely are on the upswing um, in the NFL. I just hope that you guys finally decide to address that offensive line issue that has plagued y'all for practically five plus years at this point. So. Let, 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 let me let me. Let me give some context. You're right, but let me give context. One, I still feel and strongly feel that Russ has a lot to do with making the offensive line look bad. Because the Broncos, everybody said, had a better offensive line before he went to Broncos. And guess what? They had the worst offensive line in football now. So I'm just saying, like, he looked looked bad in the preseason too. I'm just saying the guy takes a lot of sex. So what they did was – they used to the, the strategy used to be emphasizing the run game. So they used to have a lot of run blockers, but no pass protectors. Right now, we got great pass protection. They got drafted two rookies, still, I mean two, two, two rookie tackles. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be really good. Yeah. I really do. They can pass they came from pass protecting programs. It's almost like they did the opposite of what they did with Rush. So now we can pass protect all day long, but like we just need to get good enough run protection. And I'd rather have that problem. You know what I mean? In the NFL, like you want to be able it's to pass, a pass protect. Lead, you so you much rather have your pass protect. Yeah. Than exactly. exactly. So, yeah, Same it. thing with the center. Like the center they got is, is a better pass blocker. It's really the problem when it comes to run game. Everybody is really good at pass protecting, but like, you know, uh, got to be able to run block at least a little bit. And that's, that's going to be the question. So okay. you're right, but important context to keep in mind. But thanks for the content, because because I, I just from the outside looking in, from what I'm seeing, it, it it's been an issue there, and I'm like, when are they going to get to that point? But uh, I do like the play that Russ probably has something to do with it. So th- thanks for that. Content. I got on the ball too long. I also yeah, thought that was Kevin. O line this year. See what happened. They just got Mike Glenshaw from the 49ers, and we'll see how good yep. they look. I also thought that was Cap when they said the Broncos also had a good O line. That was my critique of them when he went there. Like, they never had a good O line. Now I think about it, wasn't Russ the most sacked QB last season? He I was. So. He got yes. sacked more than he ever got sacked for <laughs> Seattle. For real. Like, he literally got sacked more than yeah. he ever got sacked for Seattle, and he played less games. So, terrible. Well, out of my hands. But, I got so, one more final question. <laughs> Because y'all done brought him up, so I got to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like Russ is done. He's done with the NFL. He Sean Payton talking about he getting tired of him kissing babies when that's what he's <laughs> here for. Russell Wilson is done. He's finished. What are your thoughts on Russell Wilson right now? I think he's going to be better than last year, but that ain't saying much. Um Truly, I sort of hinted this. I threw it out there before, but Russ hurt his finger. It had to be surgically fixed, and he was back in three games. His deep ball, I don't think, will ever look the same as a result. There are consequences to rushing yourself back from a major surgery like that, where you literally yep. had to get fingers put back in place, and then you're gonna try to yep. grip a football. He was grabbing a football 24 hours later. I don't think he's ever gonna be able to get back to what he was, and he was a deep like, yeah scrambling but his deep ball was one of the best in the league i don't know if he'll ever be able to get that back it always looks off to me and it's probably because he rushed back from that surgery so if you need to have have a seat next to me on this couch bro because you talk about russell wilson that way the exact same way i talk about aaron Rodgers. so let's 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 get (laughs) 
They both old ass people that need to take care of their families. <laughs> what, what family? Oh, Aaron Rodgers got. He ain't got nothing to do but play football. <laughs> His family. That, that, that is a good point, though. I, I I forgot all about Russ rushing back, rushing back quick that season, uh, with that uh messed up finger, and it is definitely shown. It's shown last season, like you said, he probably will be a tad bit better, but it's not gonna be saying a whole lot. Nah, it looks like they're gonna have him scramble more. To but to me, that's just gonna take life years off his football life. So he what years? What more? <laughs> <laughs> he like what well, he's, he's no he's, he's, he's gonna be running for his life i'm telling you he's gonna be running for his life he's gonna oh, finish sure. out his contract and he's gonna be a family man after that that i, yeah. I can tell you have to at least be average to keep that contract though because i think sean payton i ain't really got no i think sean will probably nah, they owe him though they, yeah they they'll, they'll yeah. Keep that contract if they need to if he if he yeah. doesn't play at least average he got to play at least average now can he I that remains to be seen. Yep. I guess he can play average. I don't know. He is done for. Put a knife in a put a fork in him. I, I, I can't. I, love this I can't argue right with now. you. See, I thought I was by myself when I was saying the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. I'm glad he, he's here with me talking about this with Russell Wilson. So, yeah. <laughs> my man got 18 kids. Now he is not worried about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he was talking about playing until he's 45. Now that ain't going to happen. But I nah, think he's going he to play as long as he can play. Okay. He didn't make the 35 first. So you yeah, about he, got, he, got, yeah. he turned 35 in November. Hopefully he make it to November. Yes, I think they'll get him to November, but right. after right. that, I don't know. Last two questions uh, before we move on from our get from our uh, comments. Savage said, "How are you? How good are you expecting Woolen and Brian to be?" Great question. Okay, so I think Woolen is going to be great. I don't think he'll be as great as he was last year. I think technique-wise, he will be improved um because the guy had only been playing a position for like 3 years so he's still really raw got a lot of growing to do but people ain't going to be throwing at him like that like everybody didn't learn but that you can pick you can pick on him if you want to but it's going to be a pick like that's really just it so i think he's going to get less targets um Kobe Bryant i don't know if we're going to see him this year uh he was pretty bad they moved him to nickel you know originally in college he played on the outside they moved him to the nickel spot and he struggled um I think they like Devin Witherspoon, who they just drafted that position more, and I like they they like his versatility. Um, you're more likely to see that. They've been playing Kobe Bryant at safety all offseason. I think they like him mm-hmm. in safety, so he's gonna be kind of like a second or third string safety. And um, I don't know how much playing time he's gonna get because they even took him off the cornerback like depth chart list. Like he's not even on there under that no more. So, yeah, but I, I still like the kid a lot. I mean, it, it's probably to his advantage because he was great at forcing fumbles um yeah four like it back to back to back you know he could come downhill he's not super he's not quick but he's fast if that makes sense so he doesn't have the short area of quickness that you need at the nickel spot but from safety i think that works pretty well so it's actually not a bad he played pretty he played really well um at safety overall but yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking um they got another guy trey brown at the corner spot, most people don't remember him because before Willen, he was kind of the upcoming corner. Um, he was he, he played in a short span of time, but he looked amazing. Then he got an Achilles injury, so he basically spent all last year out. And um, so we'll see what he got. They, right now, they got him as a starter. And last question, Ryan said thoughts about Jamal Adams. <sighs> Complicated subject. All right, I lean on the side of Grace. Uh, most most of y'all's fans have pitchforks. Um, for me, I'm not mad at Jamal. Really, like it's not his fault that he basically his first year when he came, he was great for us. Literally, the only pass rush the team had. Um, so the great dynamic. The year after that, they started playing him differently. They wanted him to kind of play like Earl Thomas, and that's not his game. Like they didn't put him in the proper position. I feel like to succeed. So I blame the coaches for that. And he did okay, but he got cooked sometimes and it didn't look good. So they, what they did was completely change the defensive scheme 3-4 in large part to take advantage of Jamal. But then he got hurt in the first week. So uh, we definitely haven't gotten a return. We got fleeced for sure by the Jets. It's cool. We fleeced the Broncos. So, like, yeah. 
I really all as well. Like we got the picks. We so lost them it, all. It was back. more so like Seattle was trying to make him more like Ed Reed when he plays best when he's like Troy Palmer. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Correct. <laughs> so they really were misusing him. Now I'm curious to see what it'll look like this year. I don't. I mean, I hope he can come back from an injury. To be honest, I'm a little worried that like he had a quad tendon injury. Basically, his hamstring completely came, came off his off. muscle. Yeah. Like I. I just hope he can be the same dude. I don't know. Either way, I never have any animosity against the player. Um, but we lost that trade and it ain't even it ain't even close. Ain't even yeah, close. That, yeah, those hamstrings are very sensitive, especially for a secondary mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Like, like that's how Dion kind of like fell off towards like the end mm-hmm. of like the Cowboys years and yeah. Redskins years. So yeah. It's unfortunate. And it cause he was so young when we got him, you wouldn't anticipate he'd have that many injuries, but they swung, they missed. And uh, we'll see where it go. But either way, he he all right in my book. But hopefully he'll take a pay cut if he's going to stay around because they may actually cut him because of his salary coming up. We'll see. This this year is important for him. All right. That does it. Appreciate you, Candice, for the Seahawks talk. Absolutely. Next up, we'll give it the rounds. But first, I have to uh, word from our sponsor, Ed SeatGeek. SeatGeek. It's the ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. When you use our code LPR Media, you will get $20 off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek stores each ticket selection 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal. Click the link in the description to download the app and remember our code LPR Media for $20 off your first order. SeatGeek, your route to high quality ticket selection. All right. The previous super defending Super Bowl champs falling off after <laughs> the year. LA Rams. <laughs> Melvin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got a little, we got a little hangover still going on, you know, especially after last season. Um, went five and twelve last year. Um very uh a lot of lot of injuries. <laughs> a lot of injuries on, on both ends both ends of the ball. Um Matt Stafford went out early. Um and then bring in uh, Bryce Perkins, <laughs> and uh, late on, and then also Baker Mayfield came in, saved the game score, so that kind of helped out a little bit. Um, as far as like off uh, off season, um, we have uh, Coleman Shelton in the center uh, position come back, um, which is a huge upgrade for that offensive line. That offensive line is depleted right now. <laughs> Full of young guys, um, except Rob Havenstein, who's uh who's a vet, been on been on all the all the teams since since we've been in LA. Um and then also we got Cam Makers, of course, coming back. Uh hopefully he can uh have a better year coming off the Achilles uh the year before. Um also uh of course Matt Stafford uh coming back. He looking he's looking pretty good um in the training camp right now. And also we uh signed uh, Demarcus Robinson, um, as far as uh, wide receivers go, um, he's he's like probably uh, on that on that receiving core, probably the oldest on the receiving core outside of Cooper Cup, of course. But now you know we heard about the news of Cooper Cup. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about that. So um, we got Pok- uh, Nuku from uh, BYU, who we drafted. Um, also, we got still got Van Jefferson, who's been the number three receiver past couple years. Um, number two fantasy so, pick, exactly. number, number yeah. two overall fantasy pick, Van <laughs> Jefferson. Yes, <laughs> get that. So, uh, yeah, it should be uh, interesting this year as far as like the uh, offense goes. Um, I don't, is this whole year is gonna be a, a go by committee. Um, last year the offense line was super, was terrible. Um, it it didn't help Matt Stafford at all. It didn't help Matt Stafford at all after the previous year that the previous great year he had won the Super Bowl and everything. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, of course, we got Aaron Donald uh, back from an injury. Um, even though he played uh, eleven games uh, last season, that's like the first time. But it's like the first time he's had like a um, big injury in his whole career. So that should be uh, he should be coming back on a tear for sure. Because especially like I feel like people are like kind of doubting him. Um, just thinking, you know, because, you know, and you just have like, one injury and you just think it fell off. And then, you know, people talk about, you know, you got people like better pass rush like Michael Parsons, 
to Chris Jones that, you know, possibly over you right now. And then you drop down the top 100 to 11. So it should be, he should be come back with a vintage. But it's going to be interesting with that. Uh, it's a young defense, too. We have, we have a bunch of second year and third year players. Um, got uh, JP Johnson in the secondary. Um, we also have uh, Bobby Brown, the fourth, um, down uh, right next to on the D line. Which I hope he can. I'm expecting a good year for him. Um, just hope he can uh, relieve Aaron Donald of getting double teamed. <laughs> um, I think he's probably the only one. Then we have a uh, Jones. Uh, so I think it's it's just it's it's tough. It's it's kind of like this year is gonna be like. Uh, I feel like this year is kind of like the end of the PPP loan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect way to put it, actually. <laughs> you, made me think. you made me thinking that BS had documentary. I almost, I almost I got mad. I still need to watch that. I gotta I watch got that. Mad, I really want to watch that. You gotta man. watch it. It's watch that. Yeah, yeah, let's need let's need was scamming the league for the past couple years. I appreciate it. We got Super Bowl out of it, so I'm not mad. But um, it's it's, it's pretty much a year. Like right now, we're we're on the ramen noodle. Hot dog diet right now. <laughs> so, so <laughs> hot dog diet. So you know, we're gonna get back to the we're gonna get back to the lobster later. You know, all that. You know, um. Also, anyway, yeah. Just um. Tra- and also, we are drafted Trey Thomason uh, from TCU, uh, in third round this year. So I I expect I expect good things about around from him. Um. And then Steve Avila, who's on the who's on the offensive line from TCU, also those two guys who both from same school. I expect like great years for them. We definitely need like development on our team instead. You know, just going after year year after year, just getting uh, getting free agents. You know, you know, looting. You know, what I'm saying so. Um, I think yeah, I think that's pretty much it. If y'all got any questions, I ain't got much. I ain't have much. Just I don't expect much this year, honestly. <laughs> gonna be tough you know but i'm very low i've been through worse yeah i got one and it goes Uh back to what took just said and what trevor been talking about so it's matt stafford took's version of russell wilson and trevor's version of aaron Rodgers. yeah is he is Uh, he done is matt is matt stafford done basically i think he has a i think he has a couple uh years left um i said that like I hope that like it just depends on the offensive line. If the offensive line can hold up for him, I just if the offensive line can hold up for him, I think he can at least last a couple a couple years. I'll follow up. I'll to, I'll hold on, say, I'll, I got I gotta do that. I got a quote. Go ahead. I'm about, to pull the Rick, I'm about to pull the Rick Patino. Andrew Griffith ain't walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna follow up Shark. I'm gonna follow up Shark's question with this. Yeah, yeah. Over under five starts for Stinson Bennett. I forgot they drafted him. Yeah, we yeah we drafted him. Yeah, drafted him sixth round. Um, and he's looked terrible uh, this preseason. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I say I say under. Yeah, I'm very, I did I, I, in the preseason. So yeah, yeah. I I, I I I I'm under. I say uh I say like three. Um, okay. I'm kind of like. Like I said, I, I don't trust his O line as far as I can throw him this year. So I kind of I'm expecting him to. I expect like something. I expect like something to happen, and then you might have you might have to you gonna have to bring in Stetson Bennett. I think, which honestly, right like right now we only have two quarterbacks. We because we got rid of John Walker this year to the Bucks. Um, so we should uh we have uh just Stephen Bennett right now. So I'm hope like we have you know you have Colt McCoy out there. Um, so I can, you know, just something to at least like bag up. I don't, I, I don't think Stetson Bennett is ready. Um, but honestly, like this, like with this organization, they have to like somebody's got to be ready, like now, because I can't, we yeah. can't deal with, you know, trying to bring in free agents after free agent and free after free agent every year. Hey, respect, respect to Colt McCoy and the Josh Johnsons of the world, because they they still find yeah. a way to play football all these chance. years at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, somehow, I just keep finding them on somebody's team. Longhorn Colt McCoy. Put some respect on his name. Yeah. All right. My other question, real quick. Uh, what are your expectations for Daryl Henderson? He's got him. Daryl Henderson. He's back. 
Nice one. No, say I remember they cut him midseason. Yeah. Oh, they cut him. They cut him midseason. Oh, my bad. Yeah, they my bad. He like signed the Jaguars. I don't know if he. Oh, that's right. He did. You, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. That's on mm-hmm. me. That's on me. That's nah, on he me. Good. He good. I mean, speaking of the running backs, though, like Cam Akers. Uh, shout out to Ryan for bringing him out. Uh, will he actually have a thousand yards total uh, this season? Because this has been a lot of expectations <laughs> on him his whole career. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the Achilles. Uh, him having Achilles injury uh, a couple years ago, um, doesn't help. Um, and also that, like that, like last year, that old line is was is terrible. And I think it's like it's gonna be terrible this year. I think um, with Cam, with now with Coop, uh, with uh, Cooper Cup being out for Lord knows how long, he's definitely on IR. They just announced it today, so he's out for at least four games. So it's gonna he's gonna mm-hmm. have to definitely like take that load, take uh, the load, carry the load, yeah. uh, offensively a whole lot. Um, I think he can. I think he can. I think he can scrounge up the thousand. Um, he had like eight ninety last year. So, um, but I think like he, he can like scrounge uh, scrounge up at least a thousand just off you know what the, what he's gonna have to do. And 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 breaking up the other weapons, y'all uh, y'all had Tyler Higby six hundred yards, mm-hmm. and then outside of Cooper Cup, who was injured most of the season, still led the team in yards. None yeah. other receiver have 400 yards. So, again, what did y'all do to correct that over the offseason? And then what are you expecting from them this season, especially with Cooper uh, Cup being injured again? Uh, good question. Um, Van, uh, Van Jefferson, uh, who's been there, like I mentioned, been there a couple years. Um, he's He's been our third. He was, like, in previous years, like, third best receiver. Um, it's been – I expect, like, not – I expect, like – I expect, like – him to do something like I said with Cam Akers, like this year is gonna be like everybody going, to, somebody going to step up, everybody going to step up in some way, some form or fashion. Tyler Higby gonna to have to get some more uh, targets, gonna to have to get some catches. Um, uh, Pokunuku, uh, the rookie from BYU, um, he's been, he's the one, he's actually the one that's been looking uh, out of all the rookies, looking the best out of all the, uh, especially out of the receivers. Um, him and Demarcus Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, a veteran. Um, I just think you know you're gonna have to you, you're gonna have to you have the four that you're gonna have to put out there with uh Nuku and uh Robinson uh then Higby and uh Van Jefferson Van Jefferson gonna be number one. That's a tall task, but gonna, <laughs> somebody somebody step up. McVay can motivate. McVay McVay can motivate. So. Can I ask a question? Am I allowed to ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I guess I'm curious with this because I know you say y'all on a hot dog and ramen diet this year. I guess my <laughs> question is this: like, based on who y'all even drafted this past offseason, like, do you trust their drafting ability to to get back to like long term? Because like, I guess I guess from my view, like, they ain't even been picking good picks with the people they no, got. No. So like, how can you rebuild and and get back to where you were? Like, you don't draft well. Absolutely. Uh, I think. Also, I think to your point, uh, you have a great point there, but also you, you got to think about um, you got to actually like give the players a chance to develop. Um, so uh, that's one thing uh, I, I've been disappointed with this uh, organization on. Uh, like, for example, John Walker been sitting on the sitting, sitting on the bench for three years and they didn't do anything with him. They brought in Baker Mayfield over him. They even, put, even though he got hurt when uh, last season uh, when they brought him in for Stafford. Um, and then Bryce Perkins came in um, during the Chiefs game, and then that's when they after they after they signed, then they signed Baker Mayfield. So you gotta just give these, you gotta give them a chance. You gotta give them the lumps. You gotta give uh give them the lumps. You gotta, you gotta let them move. It's thirty six rookies on this team. <laughs> thirty six rookies on this team. Uh, they don't get the reps now. That's a high percentage out of a fifty three man roster. Thirty six out of fifty three. <laughs> don't get the reps now. Okay. So do like so. Sound like y'all need to be trading it it like, uh, hold on, I, I gotta ask this too because there have been talks about po- the possibility of moving Aaron Donald. Now I hate yeah. that he said that he didn't want to come to Pittsburgh, but you know that's 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 just me. Um, so yeah, what what's what's that looking like as far as um Aaron Donald is concerned, as far as possibly moving? <laughs> Mike is oh my god, I just ready to come in. <laughs> I said they went for FD's picks to take these dicks. Hey, to listen to audio. It's it's the kiss of death. It's so accurate. 
It's the kiss of death. They got a Super Bowl out of it. But I can't be mad. I can't be mad. <laughs> they got a Super Bowl out of it. I it is what it is. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I love the comments. I love y'all, man. Okay. No, y'all good, dog. Ryan, do not clock out. You get a promotion for that joke. I'm sorry. You, you don't clock out. You get a promotion for that. That's what I said. F you too, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Wild in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald. Um, like I, you know, as we know, he's been contemplating retiring. You know, dangling to carry it over the uh, organization, over the organization's uh, face. So I, uh, it's. I've kind of been thinking about this today before I came on here. Um, they might have to eventually if. Let's say this season, like the first, I think with this season is going to be determined within the first five games. Um, cause we, yeah. have, we have a uh, we have you, know, you guys, Candace, on a uh, Sunday, yeah, and then we, we have a uh, yeah, and then we have a uh, four, then we got the Fort Niners at SoFi. So, um, and then you no, know, we got Colts uh, right after uh, Seahawks uh, game. We got week two, um, but I think if the season is already off the rails. These next, like, just these next, like, even this season or then next season, I have to cut your losses like you did with Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Like, Jalen Ramsey still wanted to be in LA, but gotta get some picks. <laughs> y'all, y'all played the Eagles in week four. I just, I looked at y'all's schedule and I honestly, I felt bad. Our first, our first six is tough. <laughs> yeah, I really got you can beat the Colts probably. But, uh, Okay, but a cap is really cap. Like I just saw y'all paying uh Cooper Cup a million dollars this season. Granted, it's restructuring all that. No way, that's crazy. Yeah, like they—I mean—they restructuring everything, but like base salary, they paying Cooper Cup a million. Shit, I would have got injured too. Hey, the Rams just uh, hey Nick Bosa did big contract, then they re re restructured some more folks and freed up like twenty three million. I need the magician. Cap cap. Y'all it all the time. Hey, you said it all the time, man. The cap is cap. Goodness gracious! Oh, you got like so. You got to definitely. Uh, you got might have to eventually cut your loss. Like Aaron Donald's uh, legacies are cemented. Um. So, uh, if it goes, if if it's like not going anywhere, uh, these next couple seasons, you might have to. You might have. You might have to. Like they'll eventually like have to like maybe cut the losses and you know try to get something back. Well, let's get to the. I mean, the show has been fun so far, anyway. But the mm-hmm. most fun part of the show, the NFC West predictions. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start from the bottom with Melvin, Candice, swing back up to Trevor, Took, then end with me. What's your prediction? What's your order? Period. Your ranking one to okay. four in the NFC West okay. division for this season. Uh, I think uh, with this division, it's pretty much the 49ers, Uh. They, you know, it's pretty much their division right now. Um, I think they have they have a, they have a, a three great playmakers and uh, four uh, four playmakers. Uh, Brandon Ayuk has really stepped up in the past couple of years. Um, then you also have, uh, of course, Debo Samuel. He can place anywhere under and anywhere on that uh, offensive on the offense side. Um, George Kittle, hopefully, he stays healthy. He he done he did uh, all right last year uh, as far as like staying healthy. That's been his issue past couple of seasons. Um, and then you also have, uh, of course, Christian McCaffrey, uh, probably one of the best running backs in the league, of course. Um, and then next, uh, I have Seahawks. Um, I think Seahawks uh, have, it just depends on, uh, what happens with the running back situation. Um, just, uh, as far as like, uh, we'll see what Geno can do for, uh, for the rest of his time. Um, who else we got? Then we got uh I've been I've been like jogging my brain about my team and the Cardinals. <laughs> uh just like Yeah, y'all ain't got y'all can't get Kendall Williams because she got no first round pick. So no, no, no. 
Yeah, exactly. You don't have a first. So you can't get a try with. <laughs> y'all in the gray area, boy. Hooey. Oh, y'all got one this upcoming draft? Oh, take the end. <laughs> so, I, I, I've been, but like, yeah, I just, uh, I kind of want to, I kind of need a, kind of need a line, uh, office line. But if, like I said, I always say in the dra- any draft, any sport draft, take the best player available. So I can get Caleb Williams. I would love Caleb Williams. Um, so I have a, I've been like contemplating like between like the Cardinals and the Rams, probably like three and four. Um, I think Rams would be three. I think Cardinals have a way less talent than you know we do. Um, just far as like, uh, you know, I think they're, you know, especially with Kyler Murray, you don't know what Kyler Murray come back and then you start in Joshua, jo- Joshua Dobbs. So I don't know what they can, what they want to do as far as like, you know, uh, this season. Um, but I think with, I know Martin, Martindale, I think McVay more than Martindale would probably like be more determined to where that's just how Sean McVay is. Uh, so I have uh, four Niners, Seahawks, uh, Rams and Cardinals, respectfully. Cool, Kansas. All right, so y'all gonna call me a homer, but all right, I got I got the Seahawks <laughs> in the division barely by the skin of our ten, ten to ten, ten. I'm gonna tell you why. Forty nine is our better roster. That's mm-hmm. no debate. But okay, if you paid attention, the Forty nine ers go back and forth every year like a seesaw. But one year the injury riddled. Next year they go make a super deep playoff run. Next year the injury riddled. Next year super deep playoff run. All right, they had that super deep playoff run last season. All right, and MC, and, and, and Christian McCaffrey is not known to be particularly healthy. My mm-hmm. guess is they have a look. They get bit a little bit by the injury bug and they lose an extra couple games to make the difference. So I got to see how it's going. Twelve and five. Don't laugh at me. We're going twelve and five. That's my that's my prediction. 49ers 11 and 6. So, by skin on 10 and 10, 10, we do it. Um, and then sorry, Rams, I, I got y'all winning like five games, but um, mm-hmm. I didn't put games to win for the Cardinals because uh, I don't know how much fire they got in their gut. I don't know if y'all say me. I don't know if y'all say me. I don't know if they got enough fire in their gut to win a game. So, I didn't even I didn't bother to do that calculation. Yeah, uh, they're gonna lose as many as possible. But Took since uh Trevor I guess uh lagged out. Yeah, what Trevor? I don't know something. Okay. I'm pretty sure you try to get back in. Oh, geez. I was actually still picking. Um oh, well, I can go so ahead. Of course, oh, oh yeah, convince me. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Candace, it's not what you said isn't crazy because I'm still kind of like teetering. I'm gonna go ahead and choose the Forty Niners because y'all y'all pretty much had division one. Do y'all want on some type of skid at some yeah. point, like closer to yeah. the end of the season? Yeah, and the Forty Niners came back to the division. I still, I think, like you said, the Fortnite just has the best team. Yeah. Even if they get bit by, unless they just have like be have the tightest injury look and have thirty players on IR, unless it just gets that bad, I believe they'll find a way to squeak and get in the division. But y'all be right behind, so like they'll be twelve and five. Y'all be eleven and six. So, but what you said isn't crazy. Like y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be competing. Y'all got a shot. Y'all defense gets better. Y'all right there in the division. Right. So I got y'all second. Then. Pretty much y'all division, in my opinion, is kind of like the AFC South division where you got the Jags mm-hmm. and Titans. Then after that, the last other two teams battling it for – they ain't trying to get the number one pick, but they're, you know, they're the bottom feeders. Yeah. Y'all got the, the Cardinals and Rams, you know, the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I think the Cardinals are going to do a little bit of a job of it because they literally did everything they need to do to, to get the number one pick. Unlike yeah. y'all, y'all still going to try Matthew Staff out there. Y'all still going to try Aaron Donnell out there. Y'all yeah. going to steal a couple extra wins doing that. Mm-hmm. So I got y'all third, like five and twelve or something, or six and eleven. And the Cardinals, I, I I'm never. I used to try to predict teams going zero and seventeen. I ain't gonna do it again. They're gonna be like one and sixteen. They gonna sneak one somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Trevor. What, yeah, Trevor is back. What you? Yeah, saying, I'm you know? back for some reason. I don't know why they these folks kicked me out. My computer decided it wanted to do an update, and I had to restart. But whatever. Hey. Um. So the top of this division is the 49ers to lose. I, I just can't see how with all the weapons that they have on both sides of the ball, I just can't see how they lose this position, uh, this division. Injuries. Uh, coming in uh, at number two, but not too far behind from San Francisco is the Seattle Seahawks. I do really think 
Uh, the Seattle will be right there. I think they'll be just a tad bit better uh, this season than they were last season. Um, at number three, um, unfortunately, it will have to be the Los Angeles Rams because with all the moves that the team below them, which will be the Arizona Cardinals, made, uh, it's clearly evident that the Arizona Cardinals are going to tank for uh, Caleb Williams. I would be surprised if they even win a game this year. I, I really fully expect them to go 0-17, uh, which will work fine for Kyler Murray because then he can play Call of Duty as much as he uh, wants to <laughs> uh, <laughs> going forward. Uh, so that's how the NFC West shapes out for me. 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and then Cardinals. Hmm, this is why I needed Tyler to come because I still don't know, to be honest with you. First things concerned, we know that the uh, Arizona Cardinals will be finishing first um, <laughs> with the first pick, I should say. Uh, <laughs> man, hey, look, look, where do we get uh, Caleb Williams or, 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 or the homie uh, Sanders, uh, Sanders' son, primetime son, either one of them? Please. I love Shadur, but they taking Caleb Williams. That, that's just, just too, it's too easy hey. for them. To, or the guy from North Carolina, Drake May, he, he good too. Nah, cool. He's good. Uh, I got to see, see it. I got to see more from Drake Same. May. Caleb Williams been doing it longer. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Cool with me. Nah, yeah, Caleb Williams is ahead, but yeah, he's yeah. right. He's next. So I just want to cheer for a black quarterback. Speaking of which, I feel like it's a curse on a 49ers. <laughs> I feel like it's a curse on them that would have been lifted if they would have messed with Trey Lance a little bit more because it's going to take the black quarterback to help get over the black quarterback curse. Mm -hmm. I think they curse. I'm going to see how it's number one. Um, I do think with the weapons that the 49ers do have, um, they should get the number two. But I'm not a believer in Brock Purdy. I say that because a lot of people, Brock Purdy, I, I've seen a lot of first-year quarterbacks, whether they're rookies or not, have hot seasons. And in the second season, they're like, damn, what the hell wrong with them? Yeah. And then you're talking about they backup, who is Sam Darnold, who I saw saw out for the last two, three years in the Carolina Panthers uniform. So I'm like, those two quarterbacks, you can have as many weapons in the world. If you ain't got nobody giving them the damn ball, you can't expect much for them to do an offense. So Brock Purdy, make me a believer this season. They could easily, number one, damn it, they could easily be in the Super Bowl this season. But I'm not a Brock Purdy believer until I believe it, uh, until I see it. So I got the number two, Rams number three. And like I said, Arizona finishing first with the first pick. <laughs> I, I I mean, that's a good, good, what you call to make with Brock Purdy. But I just think with all the weapons he has around him, he, he you just basically just say, don't make any mistakes. That, that, that's yeah. pretty much you're asking Brock Purdy to do. Don't make any mistakes. Don't turn the ball over. Get the ball to your playmakers and just let them do what they do. Let go. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Sh like Shanahan. That's what Shanahan. Like you have, that's what Shanahan does. Like he can adjust. Like no matter what, I think they still are depleted on the right on right tackle. Um, and then also like what you said, should have like, been left first, tackle that way. TJ would have been rushing him this Sunday. Right. But, good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we we all can't we all can't get what can't can't get what we want, can we, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah like what what uh Toop said uh as far as like first and second year that's just like how you know they they figure it out like your opposing opposing teams will figure out your adjustment you know Brock Purdy only played what uh eight games uh last season so mm -hmm. they gotta you know figure it out and you know they'll 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 figure it out you know figure out um tendencies and everything so well, they're gonna figure out they're gonna be right back in the bottom five again, picking another black quarterback. They ain't gonna play. <laughs> Come on, Shador. Yeah, they, they, they trade up. They trade up to get Trey Lance, so they ain't they know they ain't. Yeah, they traded up for Trey Lance. Up. That's that's what made it worse. Mm -mm -mm. Tough. But yeah. That's it for the show, Candice Melby. Appreciate y'all joining us. Let the people know where they can follow you at. Sorry, we can't just me over. Okay. All right. Um, so for my football content, you can follow me at Ethos Seahawks. It's pretty much where my NFL stuff is. But of course, for all Grizz content, NBA content, you can follow me at Candace H901. Um, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Check me out. I'm definitely gonna follow you, Candace. I I really enjoy it. Really enjoyed uh working with you tonight. So appreciate you. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Uh hey, really had fun. Appreciate y'all for having me. Um, I'm Melvin Purdy. Um, uh, y'all follow me on Twitter. 
uh it's on my uh this is on my header right here m l v n p r d y it's my name with no uh vowels i'm not His related name by without the vowels there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know your vowels <laughs> no, let, 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 let's stop playing like people don't already follow you already dog i mean let, let's stop the cap already no, I, I, I don't like the brand i don't like the bro <laughs> um but yeah uh follow me i'm a good follow uh as far as like you know people know but uh i appreciate y'all for having me um ram's house um maybe let's hope for kayla williams i guess <laughs> yeah, man, <y'all> better <laughs> work for you doing, man get your yeah. door uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You should go in LA, man. That's that's. <laughs> I, I, can, hey, I can I can dig it. Get some get some type of swag. Get some type of swag. Ain't going yeah. with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But as always, y'all know y'all can follow us on Twix, IG, and TikTok at Yobi underscore Media. Subscribe and watch like always on Let's Be Real Media on YouTube and Let's Be Real Sports on any audio platform. Also check out other podcasts on Network. Uh, three the harder way and the Gene support as well as support us with our sponsors at SeatGeek and BitStamp. You know, you can always follow me on Twitter at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark. Yeah, uh, welcome home, BG. Uh, we need to get this Hot Boys tour or reunion tour going, um, as soon as we possibly can. Um, you can follow me on Twix at the Art of Trevor. Uh, Let's Be Real Gaming is gonna be coming. This week, actually, yeah, two K so. drop tonight. I, I heard folks are like flying to New Zealand to play two K, be the first ones to play two K. Yeah, like it's getting that because serious. they sixteen hours ahead, so that's why they. Uh, and I'll like, be literally started, flying to New Zealand. I will be starting time. my. I will be starting. Let's be real, gaming with NBA two K twenty four. Uh, I'm trying to bring real basketball back, and I'm just trying to do it just to have fun. I'm not really trying to just. I need other stuff to do besides work and podcasting. So, hey, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, man. Hey, uh, Scott Fitty <laughs> for David Tepper. Get y'all head out y'all asses. <laughs> y'all pay the best player on the team, man. Pay Brian Burns, man. Stop playing with my guy. <laughs> play with him. Add Tab Shakir. Speaking of Twigs, Candace, I'm going to go and look at that Grizz Twitter uh, when I made everybody mad. And if I see you in the comments, just know I'm hitting them DM. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know what Mel, I remember Melvin said Mel was all right. He, he was all right. Everybody else was no, you, you, my, you my brother. I ain't gonna, cool I ain't gonna, you, I ain't gonna we, we love you, man. But that 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 one, hey. I'm pretty sure you'll find me in the quote tweets. I think every, everybody has a bold, everybody has a bold statement once in a while, and the one that That's you made on 3th was boo. So this is all love, man. Right. And follow our last two members at underscore Scalito and it is really shady. Until next time. Peace.